Hand-washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh, industrial-grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all-natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. And it's manufactured right here in the U.S. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands and protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. All of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code BRUNO for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com that's forcefieldproducts.com discount code bruno forcefieldproducts.com discount code bruno relax let's have some fun out here this game's fun okay this is mike Cairn. if you've missed a minute of sports from the sidelines on mlb network radio catch every episode on demand with the sirius xm it's athletes and executives talking to athletes and executives hear former all-stars dale murphy don mattingly tim raines and steve Sachs break down baseball in the 80s trevor bauer matthew boyd and tyler glasnow talk pitching in 2020 the rocket broadcaster jenny kavnar leading a roundtable discussion with the most influential women in baseball don't miss sports from the sidelines available now on the sirius xm app search sidelines We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top-quality hand sanitizer and all-natural protective barrier products, manufactured right here in the U.S. We offer super-portable one-ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super-sized pump bottles for home and office, and protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code RADIO for 10% off today. Forcefield.com discount code RADIO. The skills you develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you a head start on your career. Gain practical experience with technology and equipment that will give you a leg up in the civilian world. Learn critical leadership skills and to be part of a team. Serve your community and your country part-time while earning money for an education. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn about the paid training and career opportunities available to you in the Army National Guard. The Tony Bruno Show. Tony Bruno and Harry Mays on Sirius XM Channel 211. I might be the only sports host who was hired during the no sports lockdown, which clearly means I'm an essential service. Join me Monday through Friday where we help you escape the monotony and bring a little levity and entertainment into your lives. Great interviews, lots of laughs. We will bring you everything you need and want to know. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. Overcoming great challenges like COVID-19 requires great cooperation. This is Dan Hilferty, CEO of Independence Blue Cross. Most of us never imagined we'd be facing an outbreak of this magnitude. But in the face of this challenge, hospitals, public officials, and business leaders have come together. Through effective cooperation, these leaders are taking steps to keep us safe. Slowing the rate of infection from the virus will help hospitals care for those who need attention most. Remember... Stay home, leave only for essential needs. Stay informed from sources like the CDC or Department of Health. Take a break from watching the news. Stay well, exercise and practice self-care to make sure you're physically and mentally fit. In our great region, we have a tradition of caring for each other and cooperating to get things done. We'll do it again now. For more, visit ibx.com slash COVID-19. Together, we will beat COVID-19.
Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use Ghost Sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost Sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a Ghost Sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit GhostSleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. GhostSleeves.com, discount code RADIO. Listen to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the Sirius XM app. I, I'm sure Jeremy Roddick remembers popsicles, icicles, because out there in Arizona where he's running gauntlets in his backyard to stay in shape. Mm-hmm. While he's, he's got, eating Doritos, While he's eating way. Doritos yeah. and popsicles. <laughs> Unless they're banned in Arizona now. I don't know. Let's find out. Former NHL great. Jeremy Roenick joins us. JR, how are you, man? What's up, Tony? How are you? Of course, I remember popsicles. Are you kidding me? The most most favorite thing in the world, especially still today. But not water ice. That's a different thing now. The popsicles are the frozen nope. one on the nope. stick, right? I remember. Yeah, I remember. The one that had the white, the white, the white uh, little cover on it. You used to pull down the white cover and. Push, push it out the top, and then no, you're ready to go. No, that's not. No, you don't push it out. It's already on the stick. You just take the paper off. I know. Oh. I know. You don't take the paper off. You pull the paper down from the top, and it just go, it just comes off easily. Come on. No, You're going to argue about popsicles now? <laughs> hey, everyone started it. <laughs> so I see the video you posted. Now, that video is from a month ago where you run the gauntlet in your backyard, and you get the hockey stick, and then you shoot a basketball, and then you and and then ride the, a bike, ride a bike yeah. about five feet, and then at the end you sit down in your backyard patio and you open two bags of chips. Yep. Play for the tie. It's called playing for the tie. Play for the tie. Of, that's, 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 yeah, that's, kind of my, that's, that's my life in a nutshell. <laughs> the thing that I got out of it, Tony, is he's got one hell of a backyard. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What the hell? What do you think he lives in a little row house no, in South not. Philly? Come on, he's in Scottsdale, man. What? Hey, boy, it's really hot out there, right? What's the, What was it? Did it get up into the nineties this weekend? Oh, it got. It's it's, it's about a hundred today. It's about a hundred. So wow. Yeah, it's getting hot, but hey, remember, it's a dry heat. Yes. Remember, it's a dry heat. So yeah, in other words, heat. it's too hot for you to go out and play golf. Or are you allowed to play golf now in Arizona? That's the first question yeah. I should have asked. No, we, our golf our golf course is never closed. Um, so I've been playing golf twice, sometimes three times a week since quarantine started. And um, every every Wednesday, our, coy- our Coyote alumni has a big Ryder Cup. We go out and play uh, with 17 ex-Coyote guys and go out every Wednesday. So, yeah, we've been, we've been very fortunate here in Arizona. Wait a minute, quarantine. 17 guys go on a golf course? And you observe you're not, social you're, distancing? You're not worried about killing everybody in Scottsdale? <laughs> Nope, no, we're nope. Everybody has their own cart. Everybody stays away from us because we know we're on. They're on. We're on the course. We're just, yep. We're just, just do our own thing. Pretty uh, good. I, I don't want to call the governor yeah. Ducey and have my friends in the state police come out there and have to check on you, man. Yeah, well, I'm not falling into the fear mongering that the, all these governors are throwing into their constituents and all this. I know, I know, Corona is a bad thing and it's killing a lot of people. But come on. I, I'm not. I'm not falling for the stupid trap that the government's trying to fall us all into. That's okay. Damn right, man. Because you're an American. Well, you're a Canadian, but you're an American. And you're an American. And you're a Canadian. I don't feel like. I feel like I'm in Venezuela, kind of. <laughs> little bit. The government's trying to control me. Now, wait a minute. When you go out there, 
and you go on 10 and you go to one of the big supermarkets out there where Robin used to go all the time. Where did you used to go, Robin? What are the big favorite supermarkets out uh, there? There's Bashes out there. Bashes, yeah, I love Bashes. Albertsons. Yep. Yep. Albertsons, it's Albertsons. Good. Yeah. Yep, yep, Fries. Fries. fries out here, too. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Fries is a It's not just an electronic store. There's also Fries supermarkets out there. Yep, exactly. Exactly. But you don't, you don't have, go to the stores, though, uh, right? No, don't you just have, we have Whole Foods. Sprouts we is good. Whole Foods. We have Sprouts. Yeah, absolutely. We go there, and we've been there a lot, and we're there most of the time without face masks and, you know, doing our thing. And, you know, I, I think Arizona's been been pretty responsible here. I, I think we've... Uh, We've been uh, we've come through quarantine pretty well, so hopefully, and I think Ducey has seen that. He's been very cautious and mm-hmm. and I think responsible. Um, unlike some of the states that I've seen. You mean like New Jersey and Pennsylvania, this neck of the woods where you used to frequent regularly? Uh, well, well, listen, well, listen, New Jersey, New Jersey, and New York are different. They have so many different, so many people that are Absolutely. infected. Absolutely, you know. So you got you got to be every place is different. I think, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I think Cuomo's done as good a job as he possibly can. I don't listen to de Blasio because he's a fool. Um, you know, I think Cuomo's done a pretty good job. I think the, I think Whitmer in, in Michigan's been awful. I think Pritchker in Illinois is awful. They, all these guys, all they're trying to do is take away a lot of people's liberties. I know they want to protect them, but come on. There comes a point where it's our lives and we have freedoms and can't take away our freedoms. It's and, my body, my know, choice. I, it is. It is. You know, I had this. I had this feeling today. You know, I went through the airport today, and um, first time that we've flown since this whole thing started. It was kind of eerie. You know, the airport was forty percent occupied, but what, we, what we're used to. I'd say ninety percent of the people at the, in, the, in the airport had face masks on. Now, granted, I was in California, which is a total different planet from the rest of the country right now in California. But uh, you know, I, I was sitting there thinking. If, you know, people ask me, why don't you have a mask on? And I'm like, well, I don't have corona. So if I have a mask on, it would be because I have corona. There's just so many different, you know, if I'm breathing into my own mask. I'm CO2 is going into my own mask. I'm keeping my mask on. You know where that CO2 and all those germs are going? Right back into my body. Bam. I don't know. I, I, have my, I have my own opinions. I don't have corona. I got tested. So I'm not going to infect anybody. So, Did you have any Tito's at know, least over the weekend, though, to help uh, sanitize the corona? Or it's at least- corona. It's corona. It's, it's, it's corona. It's quarantine. And I think to get through any quarantine, don't you need some at least a little bit every day? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Harry's got, yeah. just ordered, Harry just ordered a 55-gallon drum of Tito's to be brought here to Pennsylvania. I have five half gallons. <laughs> five half gallons. Five uh, half gallons, I've Jeremy. Been- I've been I've been pretty pretty responsible. I've actually dropped a couple pounds over the last couple of weeks. So mm-hmm. trying to take advantage trying to take advantage of of staying in place. So it's been okay. It's been okay. Well, what did you make of uh, the AHL deciding to shut down for the rest of the season, including playoffs? You know, it, it's too bad. It, it's sad. Um, I know you know I know a few players that play in the, in the AHL that you know that aspire to be in the National Hockey League someday. And, you know, to have their season ended from, you know, some that were, you know, probably could have been coming up to the National Hockey League. Um, you know, it's a good league. What fears me the most is how much financial damage is going to happen to the National Hockey League and through the AHL, whether the AHL is going to disband 
or whether it's going to be able to survive this whole thing. I sure hope it does survive, but um, I feel bad for all those players and really great players. And there's a lot of players that probably could play in the National Hockey League down there. Um, it's a tough call, but uh, financially, it, it, I think everybody is feeling the, feeling the wrath. Yeah, and yeah, you make make that point. You saw what happened in baseball. I mean, baseball is going to start eliminating a lot of the minor league teams. Now, of course, they have different leagues. The AHL is the legitimate farm system for the National Hockey League. And I know guys play juniors and they play overseas and stuff, but the AHL, that's, that's your pipeline to get help right away if you're a team that needs to call a guy up, right? Yeah, and, and you got to wonder what's going to happen if there are no AHL teams. There's no place to send these guys. Are teams going to carry? Are, is the National Hockey League going to change the rules of how many players they can carry for injury, uh, injury reasons or, you know, players that, you know, players that are on the cusp, are they going to allow a team to carry 30 players in the city, whether they don't tra all travel, but they keep them close and train with the team? Um, you know, there's going to be a lot of players that are going to have no place to go. And, you know, when that happens, you, you, you start, you know, you start losing the, uh, the quality of, of, uh, of the outreach of players that you can reach to once injuries occur. It's, it's, going to, it's a tough situation that the NHL is in. Yeah, what, Jeremy, what you're saying there, maybe it, it ends up being like a practice squad like the, NA, the NFL teams have. I mean, it's, 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 if that's what's going to come to, and if it does come to that, they're going to have to be on certain salary scales mm -hmm. and payroll scales, and that's going to, that's going to cost the, the team more money. Now, a lot of the teams that do fund their AHL team, if the AHL team does fold, they will have that sort of money to – um, you know, to be able to put into maybe a practice squad team. But, I mean, that, those are tough decisions um, if I'm the National Hockey League, if I'm Gary Bettman. I, don't, I, I wouldn't want to put that many players uh, out the pasture. Jeremy Roenick joining us out there. Now, now, the plane, before we get back to the rest of hockey, was it packed? Because I saw some pictures of planes where they were packed to the gills, middle seats, everything else, and I saw one of the airlines, uh, Frontier, that announced that you would have to pay extra for a middle seat if you wanted it empty. They backed away from that. Yeah, they that backed off of that. Because yeah. people were going, are you crazy? You're already charging everything's a la carte. You know, to go to the bathroom, you have to pay extra. So was the plane that you were on packed coming, going from California to, to Arizona? No, only 40 people. Uh, everybody had to wear masks. Middle seats were not allowed to be sat in. Okay. Now, granted, I'm sure that would be a little bit different uh, if there were more people, but um, they had it. They had it. Um, Southwest had it perfect. They uh, they did a great job, and you know the stewardesses have it easy. They just they just welcome you on. They they tell you all the briefings, and then they sit down and enjoy the ride. They don't serve any food or drinks or anything. And um, you know it's unfortunate to see the situation in the airport and having to do all that stuff, but. Um, I thought Southwest really handled it uh, really professional and, and was uh, was very pleasant, actually. I would have been pissed. I need my peanuts on there and at least one ginger ale. I don't need <laughs> well, alcohol. The crazy, thing is, the crazy thing is they make you wear a mask, but you pull the mask down because I brought water and, and chips on the plane, so I'm, I can't eat that through the mask. I'm pulling that stuff down. So it kind of defeats the purpose, right? So it's, I don't know. It could be. You should be like those. Uh, the, you know those those pajamas that you buy your wife for Christmas, where they have the, the little the trap, trap door. door in the yeah. back. You have a trap, trap door, door in the mask, so that you can open yeah. it and then like drink your water or, or eat your nuts. Exactly like the breastfeeding bras. Exactly. 
Robin, that's your oh, job yeah. today. After the show, you're going to make some masks that are like breastfeeding bras where you could just have a little window, maybe a little, little zipper. A zipper and a leather one with a zipper. How great would that look? Oh, I think they already sell those. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> hey, I, I, got, I, got, I got a better idea. Let's just eliminate them, period, total, except for the people. Now, come on, now. You're, you're, you're telling but You know what's going to happen now, Jeremy? People are going to tweet, and they're going to come after me, and they're going to say, Jeremy Roenick is trying to have other people die because of his selfishness. Oh, I'm, I'm going to lose sleep over that one. I'm going to lose sleep <laughs> over that one. Yeah, I'm going to lose sleep. You know what? If you're, if, if, you're, if you're infected, if you're sick, stay home. If you don't want to get sick, you don't want to get infected, stay home. Don't go out. Don't go out. I'm, I, I, listen, I'm, I, I want everybody to be safe, but I also, I also know that this is a country of freedoms. It's a country that the government should not be running, running our lives every single day, telling us what we can do and what we can't do. And um, it's getting a little crazy, and we got to do what we can do to protect each other, yes. But uh, it, it, there does come to a point where it gets a little ridiculous. And, you know, I don't know. That's just my opinion. That's my opinion. All right, hockey, is it going to come back? I know we're just guessing. That's all we're doing now. Do you think they figure out a way to finish the season? There's not many games left to begin with. No. And then have the playoffs and go into the summer and then shut it down for a couple of months and then resume, like, maybe November or December for the next season if they can. Yeah, I, I think they have to find a way, guys, because there there's so many other um, things at risk that could really damage the National Hockey League. If they lose the rest of the year and lose their revenue for the rest of the year, uh, next thing that happens is this, the next season starts. And the players are going to be paying a ridiculous amount of money uh, back to the league to, to fund their losses. Um, you know, the escrow for the players next year, if they do cancel this, this year, it's going to be up around 40 or 50 percent. So if a player is paying 30 or 40 or 50 percent of their salaries back in escrow to the National Hockey League, and then the other 40 or 50 or 60 percent that they're making then goes to state and government taxes. I mean, I know we don't feel bad for a kid that's making 10 million, but after after a 10 million dollar contract, you're bringing home two million dollars after something like that. So, you know, I don't think the players want that. I don't think the league wants to lose that revenue. I mean, they got to find a way to play in a couple different, uh, I think, a couple different venues for a couple months, finish the season off maybe take a couple months off, and, and maybe change the season in the National Hockey League. Maybe move it to December and start in December and miss most of their, their competition in football, yeah. miss a lot of their competition in, 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 in basketball, and, and play longer. Um, you know, so, I don't know, maybe there's an opportunity for the, for the league to change times of season. I don't know how they're going to do it, but it's definitely, I'm sure, a lot of uh, a lot of coming out of a lot of ears with the different um, different uh, ideas coming out of the National Hockey League right now. Yeah, I kind of like that, too. You know, if the NBA and the NHL can sort of stagger their season so their playoffs don't run up against one another. I think, exactly. you know what I mean? Exactly. They, they sort of cancel one another out uh, at, the, at the best time of the year. Listen, if the National Hockey League can start, you know, around you know, mid-December mid or Christmas time or the you know, beginning of January and literally miss you know, the, the 16 weeks of football mm-hmm. and not have to deal with, uh, you know, with Sundays and football and Thursday nights and football and Monday nights of football. Um, 
you know, it's going to be more revenue for them. But uh, I don't, it's going to be a, it's going to be tough for them. There's no question about it. So, are they going to finish the season and have a Stanley Cup, or no? You think? I believe they will. I be, yeah, I believe they will. I think they will. Well, like the, the I heard that there was a proposal for playing in New Hampshire, North Dakota, and up in Canada. You know, it's at certain arenas, and they just put everybody in there and play like all day long. Is that is that what you were? Uh, referring to of a little while ago? Yeah, I think they will pick certain venues that they'll put certain, you know, certain teams. Um, and no fans. And, and, I, and no fans. Right. Just, just, yeah, just cameras. And obviously, I'm sure teams will move from venue to venue so you can play different teams, obviously. But um, I, 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 can, I can see that happening because obviously the venues are going to be, the arenas, the National Hockey League arenas are going to be uh, tough to book in certain times. So if you, you know, if you go to different uh, different places that are that are open and there's no problem, let the let the players play, film them, get people uh, something to watch because obviously everybody's dying to watch some sort of sports right now. I can't imagine the ice out in Glendale would be good uh, <laughs> this time of the year going into the summer as it gets into the triple digits every single day. Uh, I, actually, actually, they they'd be playing in speedos. <laughs> rather than, than equipment out here. Yeah. No, because, you know, we see back in the old day, the buildings were really good. You'd have fog. You remember back in the 70s and 80s, guys would play the building. Yeah, they had no air conditioning. Yeah, they had no air conditioning either. in the in Buffalo, because I'm an old school guy. But nowadays, I think most of these buildings, even though it gets really hot, they could still put a sheet down and play hockey in the summer, right? Sure. Yeah, no, there's no question. And some places are better than others. And, you know, again, that's going to be very... Uh, strategic and how they pick the, the venues, um, you know, what kind of climate it, it's in and how, how well the compressors work and stuff like that. There's no question. That, that will all be in the plan, I'm sure. Have you? But, ex- uh, I feel very confident. I feel very confident that they'll get the rest of the season in and finish, you know, maybe se- early September, end of August. Have you exhausted all your list of shows to watch on Netflix and Amazon oh and various my gosh. other platforms? Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! I actually reached out to my to my to my to my Twitter universe to get some more uh, some more uh, options and and suggestions on what Netflix I should be watching. I've watched some extremely extremely um, riveting shows over the last two months. That's for sure. <laughs> And you had to watch Tiger King, right? If you didn't watch that, then there's not something wrong. I, you know, I start I started watching Tiger King, and I, I got so disgusted with with stupidity that I had to turn it off. Well, come on, I man! It's only, it's seven, only episodes. seven episodes. All these other stupid I, I Netflix enough, shows have, have 17 have seasons of watch of that crap. I know. I have I have enough I have enough stupidity watching watching you know cable news. I don't need to watch that. Either, too. <laughs> well, you're right about that, boss. What about the Last Dance? Yeah. You digging that? I love The Last Dance. I, I was riveted last night because you know I lived through it. Like yeah. I was there watching all of this, and, right? And all the char- all the characters that you see walking in front of the camera, a lot of them are my friends still today. And you know to listen to Michael and to watch the way he handled himself and his professionalism and his determination and his ability to, um, you know, to have that. Um, uh, that uh, ability to pull people in and to challenge people—it's um, it's riveting. If, if there's not an athlete that doesn't watch that, that doesn't want to go back onto the ice, the field, the, the, the court, and and start playing again, then they're fake athletes because that's just—it's just watching him is just so unbelievable. It's fascinating. No, it's great stuff. I mean, it even is. though we know the results and what happened back then, and you were there as you mm-hmm. mentioned. 
in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just yeah. seeing all the behind-the-scenes stuff. And, you know, Dick Vitale had a great point today because, you know, everybody wants to be like Mike, but you really can't be like Mike unless you have yeah. that kind of drive and passion to drive others around you. There'll be nowadays if somebody was like Michael Jordan and wasn't as good and they started yelling at their teammates to inspire them, they would be considered a jerk, mm-hmm. right? Bad teammate, yeah. yeah. Well, you gotta you got to look at it another way, too. Is he, as good as he was, and challenged everybody that, that he could, and he did it with all eyes on him. Mm-hmm. As the people were watching him, as the cameras were on him all the time, he couldn't get away from everything. So there was constant pressure and constant, constant craving to see what he was going to do next. And he found a way to, you know, to bear through everything and, and get it done. And, you know, not everybody can do that because not everybody has eyes on them like Michael Jordan did. I mean, it was a, this guy is beyond big in terms of sports figures in, in our generation. Jeremy Roenick, ladies and gentlemen, your documentary will be called The Last What? <laughs> it definitely won't be the last word, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That was Jim Rome's original show on ESPN, too, The Last Word, back in the day, man. I I don't think I'll ever have one of those. Um, Maybe The Last Straw. That's a good straw. That's good. Well, you can't use straws anymore unless they're paper, man. Come on, man. You got to stay with it, JR. Got to stay with it, brother. I I told you I was just in California. I took my straw out. I I didn't even bother to use it. It's worthless. (laughs) It's The Last Straw because I'm kind of at wit's end, just like everybody else, you know? Jeremy Rhoda, JR, always great to talk to you, man. Thanks for popping on, brother. All right, Tony. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> the last straw. Yeah, that's good. I like, I that. like that one, the last straw. Yeah.